Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up in some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I missed all the music. Yep. Hey, Rachel. We are back. Week seven, season four. Yay! So this week, to intro this episode, I wanted to take a little walk down memory lane with you. Do you remember cassette tapes? Oh, yes. Okay. So, wait a minute. Like, the one that you have to put the pencil in and twist, twist, twist? Oh, yeah. Twist, oh, twist, okay. twist. yes. Nice. Love yeah. it. Yes. Do you have any memories of, like, listening to cassette tapes or... I think I had probably two or three of them. Okay. And I still have it, and and I gave it to my daughter. So it connects, okay, so it's like kids' music. Yeah. Okay. It's the Sony place, not PlayStation thing, Walkman thing, but you hold it with a handle, and you put a microphone in it, mm-hmm. and then it has the cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. And then I gave her my case of where I put all my cassettes, and there was like three or four of them. Yeah, what are they? Is it kids' music? Is it musicals? It was kids' music. I think one of them is the Mannheim Steamrollers. Okay. It's an instrumental orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one is some kids' music, um, The Donut Man. I don't know what that is. No one does. It was a yellow cassette tape. Makes sense. And then I think another one was like a cassette tape of intros to television cartoons. Like Like, all the theme songs? Yes. So there was Flipper. You call him Flipper. Yeah. That one. um, You know, meet the Flintstones. Yeah. And so I think I had those. And that was it. Huh. That's interesting. Because I, you know, I also had a cassette player and I remember the first two like I have two cassettes in my memory one of them is the multiplication facts in rap and oh wait I had the um it's a bill uh oh, schoolhouse rock schoolhouse song rock. that was another yes. uh, I think that was my fourth cassette tape okay but go that's, ahead. that's a classic yes, um sorry Didn't but the other the first cassette I'm pretty sure that I ever got was the artist that we're gonna do this week <laughs> really yes really yes that's why I'm so excited to do this artist because to me it's gonna literally be like memory lane, like flashback That's time. Fun. It's gonna be really interesting. I have no clue who you're talking about. I know. Now. Feel free to get. Would you like to guess? Uh, the Donut Man. I don't know. <laughs> nope, not the Donut Man. Should we do a drum roll? We should. Okay. Duh. Donut Man. Just kidding. Let's do another. <laughs> let's do another drum roll. Ready? Duh. George Strait. Oh, okay. Okay. Isn't he a guy that wears a black hat? I mean, he definitely would wear a hat. That's that's your connection. He's a guy that wears a hat. Yep, that's about it. And Okay. I've not heard any songs by him. Do you know anything about him at all? What kind Isn't of he married to Faith Hill? And he's a country singer. He is a country singer. He wears jeans and then wears a black hat. Um, Sounds like you have an image in your head of him for sure. That's about it. So when I was in first grade, my family moved to Texas, and huh. my first best friend in first grade was like, you don't know who George Strait is? <laughs> and so I was like, Mom, Dad, I have to have this George Strait cassette tape. Because I need to make friends wherever I move to, and <laughs> I have to be like these people. <laughs> right. Um, 
I will also say that's probably the last country music album I ever owned. First oh. and last. Um, <laughs> last. But I have. Are very, you still friends with this person? Yeah, you know, Facebook friends. Oh, but okay. I, but I have a very strong, um, like Connection. positive association with oh. this particular album. Okay. That that one. So it means something to me. Yay! If that helps. Yeah, you it be means. excited. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna throw some songs at you. Ready? Go. Amarillo by morning. Pass. Oceanfront property. Pass. Check yes or no. No. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I have a feeling like there is no reason to keep going, but we'll do it anyway. Uh, all my exes live in Texas. Oh, I've heard that title before. Yeah. But I can't sing the song or think of the song. But okay. I know that it's a country song. It sure if those titles didn't give you a clue <laughs> that this is country music, I do not know what would. I would say it's more, I'm thinking more modern country opposed to that cash guy that had the money. Johnny. Yeah, John. Yeah, Johnny. Okay. Uh, you are not allowed to feign ignorance about artists that we have already studied. Hey, I we only got one week of her artists. One week. And I've been going. This is season four. We already said that. Okay. There's a lot of weeks and a lot of artists. Okay. Well, I'm working on it. Regardless. Uh, yes, he is newer than that. Okay. But remember how old we are and mm. how I said that I got a cassette tape. Yeah. So he's not like brand new. <laughs> okay. So, um, Okay. You've got a week to listen to super duper famous country singer that even I know. Okay. George Strait. We can do this. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the week, we'll come back together and yeah. we'll talk about it. Sounds like a plan. But we got an addition to the plan. <gasps> What's the addition? Well, although I had that cassette tape in first grade, you I am not an expert. Oh, So okay. we are bringing in a special guest host. Your friend that I've actually never met, Lindsay. Really? Yes. That's cool. She does like country. Yeah. She is a cowgirl. She mm. is very, very enthusiastic to share this music with you and to teach you about George Street. Cool. I'm excited. Yay. So uh, based on your current mm. knowledge, where would you place George Strait numerically on a scale of 1 to 10. So I know that he's a little bit more modern. Um, he's country. I can recognize the name. I would say 2. I think 2 is... Yeah. Let's go with sounds, it. sounds good. <laughs> so, Rachel, uh, I'll be back with you and Lindsay in a week. And audience will be back with you in just a moment. Here we go. Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to George Strait. George Strait. You sure did. But before we talk about him, we have to welcome our guest host, Lindsay. Woo-hoo. Welcome, Lindsay. Thanks for being here. Howdy. Howdy. It's yes. fitting, right? It is fitting. I mean, hello. <laughs> Save that for the British music <laughs> podcast, Lindsay. All right, Rachel. So you listened to George Strait this week. I did on Spotify. Yes. Um, how was your week? I'm super curious. I honestly try to release my expectations before I go um, into my week of listening. But this one, it was kind of interesting because this one 
created more comments and questions during the first half of the week than I really expected. Okay. And so um, it was a little different. Right. But yeah. Yeah, it went good. It went okay. Yeah. You're not, you weren't like, why are you torturing me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't have that response. Um, but I think for me, um, it's here, we'll work it out throughout the show, but you'll see, you'll see. Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm sure we have a lot to talk about. And Lindsay, what I'd love to start with you, um, is tell us a little bit about your experience with George Strait. How did you get into this artist? Okay. Well, um, I was Texas, I'm Texas born and raised. Okay. So Southern girls tend to listen to country music usually. And I have a mom that's a little bit country and a dad that's a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> that's cute. So, I mean, it's true because, you know, I was raised on really great rock, but then my mom raised me on really good country. And George is just like, so he's considered the king of country music. Oh. Yeah. That's what okay. they call him. You know, a lot like Elvis had his title and Michael has his title. George is the king of country. King of country. Uh-huh. He's very respected in the country community. And so I remember being little. I remember hearing my very first ever George song. And I loved him. And I was like, oh. Wait, you're on a first name basis with this Oh, yeah. Guy? We're homies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've actually met his son. <gasps> yeah. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have oh, a friend that goodness. dated him in college. <laughs> I do. That's cool. But I do. I know George personally. No. But, Not um, yet. Not yet. It's just here's to hoping. <laughs> so, um, George Strait and like, you know, there's some other favorites that go along with that. I mean, I, of course, I knew like Johnny Cash, which I think y'all have done. Yes. yes. Um, I know the old, old country. Right. But when country started to kind of become a little bit more in the 80s and 90s style, George is one that just really sticks out to me. Um, and it's a classic. Mm. You know, it's something I will still listen to to this day. Something, even a song from like the 70s that he did or 80s. And it's still like, it just came out to me. But there's so many memories attached to George Strait for me. Like, as a kid, but also growing up, you know, through breakups and being in love and what I aspired in a relationship. You know, George held me to those unrealistic expectations. That's so funny. (laughs) And and that's something I definitely noticed with country music, um, with Johnny Cash, and then also with George Strait, is that it's easier to listen to it. It's Mm -hmm. to follow along um, in comparison to other music. I found the same thing to be true for me, you know, like I said last week, this was my first and last country music album. But <laughs> in listening to the playlist that Lindsay made, I, I found it to be super enjoyable, super relaxing, good like background music. Yeah. Mm. And my son also was very enthusiastic about <laughs> so it fun. and would say again, again on certain songs. Are that you he serious? Liked. Yeah. That's that. so, <laughs> so I totally get what you're talking about with the kind of easy, easy to listen to. Yeah. Intertwine into your life. And Mm -hmm. I really like that. It reminds you of your mom. And so, and that makes you smile. So that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. We actually, I'm sorry. My mom and I were talking about this and I had her listen to it with me. And so we were jamming, getting ready. Like she's cleaning the kitchen. I was putting on makeup at her house and we had it playing in the background. And my mom's like, Oh, I love this song. Oh, I love this song. And I was like, (laughs) Me too. This one's been so fun. But I know Rachel's going to find some that she's like, Really, Lindsay? What was that? (laughs) Because he's a little honky tonk in some of the songs. Not all countries honky tonk. Um, And honky tonks, you know, there's different forms of country, like there's different forms of pop. Mm-hmm. So his earlier music is a little honky tonkish, okay. and then it starts to develop into starting to get more mainstream and pop. Mm-hmm. So 
I am Rachel. I am the one that has missed all the music. Yes. What do you mean by honky tonk? What's that? <laughs> That's mean? like that two step in line dancing music. So you know, songs like, from the playlist would probably be like The Fireman yes. or Adelaide. Yes. Those oh, okay. kind of very upbeat. Um, same beat throughout the whole music. Well, they all have the same beat. Yes. It's like if you remember the song The Fireman, it's, it's very, um, you could picture people kind of dancing in a circle. It's mm. um, an old bar or something yeah. with some man up there just singing by himself. That's kind of what I... I feel like Honky Tonk is like, at a Honky Tonk, a Honky Tonk is Never kind of been. like a bar. Right. It's like a, kind of like a country club. I think, picture like a saloon with yeah. like an old timey piano. Like that's what it makes me think <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I've never been to Honky Tonk. Honk, wait. Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk. Am I saying uh -huh, right? Okay, yeah. okay. This is a good time to jump into a little bit of his bio. Because oh, yes. like Lindsay, George is a native Texan. Yeah. Oh. Born and raised. <laughs> so do you have any questions about him? Rachel? Yeah, I have a couple questions. So he lives in Texas or does he live in Tennessee or Arizona? <laughs> I'm kind of confused about his geography and then even really more confused when he says Arizona has oceans. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> I passed geography class. That is not true. He cannot see the sea from Arizona. Let's come back to that. Um, go ahead and. So well, you we should start with how he how he started. Uh, I love how he started country music. So yes, he actually was in a rock band in high school. Rock band, not yeah. country. No, because he loved the Beatles. Who doesn't? Right. Really? I mean, if you don't, I mean, I understand not hearing it and then hearing it, but then you kind of <laughs> love it. I mean, it's the Beatles, right? Right. So he loved the Beatles. Um, he was in this rock band. They were kind of inspired by the Beatles. And then he went to the military. Mm. And in the military is where he got his country start. He started in a little band in the military. Huh. Um, and then he got out of it. And then he got a record deal. Um, really? What year was that? I had it down here. And, of course, I can't read my own writing. But he did get a record deal. He's also a college grad. Yes, he is. And agriculture. Mm -hmm. agriculture. And agriculture. Yeah. yeah. Why well, are he's, he's a rancher? <laughs> he's a rancher. Yeah, sure. I, and, and I do believe, you know, we won't dive into it, but I do believe he had to have geography in order to be an ag major. <laughs> That's funny. But, that's funny. Um, so that's that's kind of how I got to start. He's always been the record label that signed him. He stayed with his whole career. Wow, that's really must be a good cool. record label. Yeah, they took care of him and he took care of them. I guess is it UCA? Yeah, I was UCA or is UCA was What's UCA Universal Country. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's the label. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't the college that he went to. No, right. uh -huh. mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I. I don't think I knew where he went to college. Probably actually. somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it might have been in San Marcos. Probably, and I can't remember the name of the college again. Sorry, San Marcos. It's it's the one that changes names. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Um, and so right after the military, he got into music. Uh huh. And so, um, and he kind of never stopped, and then he retired, and now he's a rancher. Sure, yeah. But and he's a rancher he, the whole time. Oh, so this was more of his side job, but he's the king of country. It is a Go ahead. I would say it's impossible for it to be your side job when you are the number one selling yeah. artist of all time in this genre and in like the top of just all music generally. He is one of the wow. most high, highest. So it's fans. not just country he's good at. Wait, no. Well, if you clumped all the music together, you know, Elvis, the Beatles, the Michael Jackson. Oh, the, all so those he's still on the dogs. top of those dogs. Yeah, yeah. He's with them. Cool. Yeah. I mean, he's got. I don't even know how many albums and singles. I mean, it's been 40 years of music. But yeah. Years. So he started in like in the seventies. 
Um, yeah, you know, he started early in the, like, the late 70s. Yeah. And then he really took off in the 80s, really popular in the 90s, had a couple of early 2000 hits, um, not couple, a big hand, couple handfuls, but, and then he just kind of tapered off in the mid 2000s and was like, okay, you know what, I'm, it's time to retire and, and ranch and spend time with my wife and that's it, be a mm. grandpa. So, one of the things that I was kind of curious is, is that, um, I hear the guitar, mm-hmm. I hear the violin, mm-hmm. I hear him singing. Um, does he play the violin, guitar, and has he always done it from the beginning? And does he write his own songs? Has it been like that from the beginning? That's a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Let's start I don't know with where the to instruments. Start. start with the instruments. He does not play violin. No. No, and it's not the violin you hear. What? It's fiddles. Fiddle. That's what a fiddles. violin. That's a well, violin. It's not, though. Um, what? I, no, it is. It isn't. <laughs> I'm going to argue with that The one. country okay. girl thought. Um, okay. It, it does. Okay. It, it's very similar to a violin. I would say you could probably play a fiddle a lot like a violin, violin a lot like a fiddle, but there is a difference in the way that they're strung. And oh. difference. Cause I and play the way, violin. And the way that they're, um, the wood is carved. But I didn't dive a lot into that. So okay. I, that's something I'd be interested in researching to be able to be like, here you go. Me too. But it is, there is subtle differences. However, I think you can play them both pretty much the same way. It's just in how you strum the strings and versus using a bow and how you use the bow differently and right. the short Fiddling struts. is a different type yeah. of playing than like classical violin. Yes. But I don't feel that there's very much, you can fiddle on a violin. Probably, yeah. Huh. I wish I could play the violin. So he never plays he the fiddle. It. No. He's Does he play the guitar? He is a okay. good guitarist. And he plays piano also. Oh. Yeah. Not often in his music, but he does. He um, does play the piano. And what about writing his stuff? No. Is that him? No. Really? He's never. He's co-wrote. Oh. He doesn't enjoy writing. Really? No. Isn't that crazy? His delivery of his lyrics. The lyrics are great. He said that, and I've read interviews from him, which he often doesn't do because he doesn't like to interview. He just doesn't like it. Hmm. Um, but he has said that he, um, people bring him music or they know when he's just going to go play in the studio hmm. and they know like, oh, we need to go and present George with this music. And he will read a song and he'll read the lyrics and he'll go, yep, I want that one. That's huh. it. He just, he just said, instinct. It's either going to be a fun song to sing. It's something that connects to him. And he doesn't share really often about what song he can relate to, like his wife or his daughter, or mm. son or whatever. But there's a few. Mm. But it really just is. He likes the lyrics and he wants to bring that song to life. So he doesn't do the lyrics, but does he do the music? No, not that either. No. So he just is the delivery man. He's the delivery man. And wow. He's a, good he, one. He's yeah. a very good delivery yeah. man. That's interesting. I'm so, who does the music and who does the lyrics? It's just random people? So many different people in, you know, from Nashville, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, Arizona, um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Um, you know, m- more southern people that are just writers. And okay. um, there was this, um, there's a very popular song he does that, and I'm, I, it's in my notes somewhere once we get to it, but he, um, another artist did it. He, it's a cover. Oh. And so it's very popular down south in the bars. All the local artists would sing it. And then he's the one that made it boom on the radio. Okay. Because he was like, well, I want it. And somebody had asked him in an interview, well, don't you feel bad for taking that song from the original person? He's like, nope. (laughs) He didn't. He just plain no. And he's not a bad guy. He's just like, look, I made that song popular for him. He got his royalties. Right. Yeah. But so did George. (laughs) So did George. There's nothing wrong with covering other artists Mm -hmm. and lots of famous bands and and musicians 
do it. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're a singer. And that's really where I would say George's talent lies. So um, one of the things that we learned with one of the artists, Beyonce, she's also an entertainer. Is he an entertainer? You know, I think in, in the country sense of the fact that he is, I mean, he's humble. He seems pretty humble. But he is an entertainer because of a lot of his music, he got criticized for um, it kind of being like a little too cheeky, like a little too sassy. Mm. He would get like critiques like, oh, well, he's awfully cocky. Mm. And then because of the lyrics, I mean, they're kind of, you know, like I'm a stud and I don't need her kind of music. Oh. Um, and he said that he enjoys that because there's comedy mm. in some of the lyrics and that when he sings it, when he um, when he would sing it on stage, he kind of had that cocky attitude and it was just like well, it's a it's a cocky song i'm supposed mm. to do that it's a it's a show he's it putting, is a show he's putting on a certain he's put he's matching himself to the music and selling it yeah, yeah. but he's also an actor i was gonna i was <laughs> hoping you would yeah. bring that up yeah okay so have i seen him in anything uh, if you've ever seen pure country in 1992 then yes you have <laughs> pass <laughs> he did a couple little guest spots Early on, before 1992, like in the 80s, at some point, he was like a... Um, with his hat or without he, his hat? Without his hat. He was oh. a <laughs> serial killer in one movie. And then in another movie, he was like a... Um, the hero? No. He was the the bad guy in like a military movie. I oh. want to serial killer right? George Strait. But it wasn't like <laughs> focused on him. It was just like a, a blip. It was like a... You know, maybe he had like a five-minute appearance and he just was that picture. But Pure Country... 1992, it's some of his, one, it's actually one of his best-selling albums is the soundtrack because he did the music or did the wow. you know, the songs. And he was incredible in it. Huh. It was so good. And it's all based around, he's the main character. He's, and it's funny because it's, the movie is about a man making it big in the country world. Oh. As an entertainer. Yeah. And it's his life on the road and his, his love story between his, his man, his affair with his manager and his love with his wife. And it's, it's crazy. Wow. Did you have any questions, Rachel, about um, George's personal life, family life? Because I would not say that that movie is a oh, direct, does not it depict his life. It is not. Oh. It's, it's not, not a so biography. During the first half of this episode, I asked if he was married to Faith Hill <laughs> or if he... Um, That's Tim McGraw, baby. Doesn't he have... Oh, I don't know who that is. Another either. country artist. Oh, at least Where's I... a black okay. hat. Oh, see, I said black hat at the beginning, too. Okay. <laughs> so, are they friends? You know, I don't know. I'm... I bet they all are. Probably not. Probably, yeah. If you're saying country music, you should be friends, dang it. <laughs> There's scandal in the country world, though. Really? So, yeah. Is he sure. part of any scandalous no. things? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, so George met his wife in high school, married his high school sweetheart. Oh, that's I so know. sweet. I know. It is so cute. So, I like that. Um, him and his wife eloped in 1971 in Mexico. And he has, he's gone on record to say he's never loved another woman like her and never will. They had their issues as all marriages do yeah but no breakups no major separations no uh, managers or anything like that no <laughs> no affairs with managers that we know of i mean george is kind of a discreet man when he needs to be but yeah but for no. him to be such a discreet guy doesn't want to do too many interviews but for him to publicly say oh he loves her that he loves her They're so always much together. And, and i love that in some of um the Okay, so he didn't write the lyrics, but he did pick out the songs. He does. And he picked out the songs that just really talk about true love of just sure. how much he loves her. And he has like said that. that, you know, a couple songs will remind him of, like, the love he has for his wife. Aww. And that's why he picks it. So 
I think that's a pretty good um, overview. Sure. Let's talk about uh, the songs, right? Let's yeah. talk about the music. Rachel, you know that I like to start with you talking about the songs you didn't like so we can always end on a high note and be kind of positive about yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. So, um, and you had a little bit more than an hour. Oh. Smidge. Just Sorry. a smidge. smidge. It's a smidge. Maybe like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Totally within the normal realm okay. of music she missed. It was a little playlist. bit bigger, but I was told to edit it down. Yeah. Oh. She had made it longer and I was like, okay. She was like, is this okay? And I was like, it's fine. Because <laughs> the thing is, he has so many songs. 60 number ones. Yeah. 60. Yes. So, okay. In relative terms of the Beatles, yeah. how many number ones do the Beatles they have? They have like 20 or 25 number so ones. So he has like three times more than the Beatles. Yeah, but, but he's also been making music three times longer. The Beatles sure. broke up. Um, but, okay. yes. I mean, yeah. in terms of number one singles and albums, like he is a huge hit making machine. And he never wrote any of them by himself. No. Wow. Okay. He's also known to sell the largest box set. Box set. Yeah, did you know that? Like, box no. sets were a thing. Okay, yeah. they were really popular in the 90s, late, uh, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I worked at a music store, okay? So oh. everybody w- couldn't wait to get their hands on the, the latest box set. I mean, if all big artists have a box set. Sure. And okay. his was um, the number one selling box set ever. 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 Wow. Yeah, and it's in 60 number ones. He actually released some albums called... 60 number ones or 20, 40 greatest, 40 number ones, and then another t- whatever. But it was yeah. like, it's a big deal. Yeah, so it's a big deal. Platinum, gold, yeah, yes, lots. that's all him? Yeah. Lots of that. Lots wow. Of that. I mean, Country I'm, music awards. and Yeah, we'd spend 15 minutes just talking about all the awards he's won. So, I mean, he's just got a lot. He's got a lot. Just trust us on that one. Gotcha. I bet he's got a room dedicated to all of it. <laughs> so which it. things did you disagree with the rest of the South on? <laughs> so... <laughs> One of the things is his accent. Mm-hmm. It's a country one. Sure. Um, and our listeners can hear, I don't have a country accent. Right. People honestly don't even know where I'm from. Because, yeah. So, in the one song, Amarillo, I kind of didn't like it. Because his accent was so strong to a point where I was like, I'm listening to this song. But mm-hmm. somehow, in my head, I need subtitles. What did he say? Huh? Is it a, a different language? Wait a second. I understand English, but I don't understand the words coming out of this speaker. So, yeah, I didn't like that song. And that's also his honky-tonk ears. Oh. Okay? So, like, that Amarillo by Morning, he's very southern draw. It's very deep. He doesn't hit. He doesn't typically hit high notes anyways, but he's, you know, just, it's real slow. It's a slow song. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think his southernness is a little bit more thick in that earlier music. So, question for you, then, the Spotify playlist that you created, was there a specific order? It was in order by year. Okay. Yeah, and so, sure. Make, yeah. make it chronological. Well, you saw the progression. I mean, yeah, I did. It's real Southern. It gets a little bit mainstream and a little bit more. I don't say pop because I'm very anti-pop country. Oh. Um, Taylor Swift is not country music. I'm sorry. She's a pop princess. But, you know, the, the greats. They had to kind of incorporate that pop-ish sound okay. to stay relevant. I actually wonder if it's just the evolution of music. I mean, sure. pop music in every type of music in every decade sounds different than mm-hmm. the preceding and the following decades. Yeah. I mean, yeah. country music has evolved just like rock has evolved, just like pop has evolved. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying yeah as an agreement 
because I'm still <laughs> learning it the first time. So I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, but you do but because we've yeah. studied lots of I, artists have. that you're have right. been around for more than a decade. Yeah, we're into season four. And you've seen music change even within one artist over time. And that is, that's what a good artist yeah. would do. Yeah. Right? If everything sounded the same, people would get tired of it. Yeah. So this is me. Please remind me. Cowboy and how about them cowgirls? Was that in his honky tonk years? No. No. Okay. Then I don't know why, but I put them in the dislike pile. Ah. Why don't I like them? I'm just not sure if I, I, I don't prefer them or is there a reason? Is there something that relates to both of those two? Cows. Cowboys. Oh. Cowgirls. Cow things. Yeah. Cows. You're not I think a... you don't like cows. I don't. If you, I think it's a little bit too, if you can't relate, mm. maybe. Maybe that's what it is, is that you just don't relate to cowboys, cowgirls, cow things, ranches. And, um, you know, I really think that there was no, and when I read like the history, I try to find some like fun facts about certain songs. And that was okay. one of them I looked up. There aren't, there, there aren't a lot. <laughs> so maybe that's why I don't like that song. There is no real connection to it. He okay. just read it. He thought it was fun. And he said that he's like, read it, thought it was fun, decided to play it. Hmm. That's it. Okay. Now, Amarillo, that one, actually, he's, he loves. That's his, one of his favorite songs he's ever performed, and he's always said that till oh. the end of time, he will perform that song. So I dislike one of his favorites. His absolute favorite. Oh. And it was also um, George Bush Sr.'s favorite song. Oh. That does not surprise me mm-hmm. in the slightest. Yeah. Um, Rachel, I'm curious what you thought about the song Adelaida. <laughs> like, I didn't like the production of the song. I felt like I couldn't hear him. Like, his volume mic needed to go up higher in the studio. Are you sure it's not your ears? Mm. Oh, it could be. It could be. It could be. But um, I felt like it needed to be... The instruments were too loud at times. Sure. It's a honky-tonk. That is is definitely... I don't think the words are really... That's not the key in that song. That's to me, seems like a dancey. It is. And I personally really enjoyed that one for the harmonies. Yeah, that was, I really liked the song. harmonies of the backup vocalists. Gotcha, gotcha. That's one of the ones that my son requested over and over. <laughs> it, it is. It's a catchy. It's catchy. So you're saying, like, if I go, is it square dancing or line square dancing? Square dancing, line okay. dancing. George Strait will be played. Oh, yeah. Is it a guarantee? It's a guarantee. Oh, okay. Or okay. the DJ doesn't know what they're doing. Oh. They <laughs> should be fired. <laughs> and then the place should get their money back. <laughs> the should get That's how back. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well i do have some likes i All don't right. completely dislike george though his favorite is not my favorite i kind of feel bad about that you sorry not, george okay pause and this is not like a recording pause this is like an actual mm. you should not <laughs> feel bad for Ooh, your opinion true. on any song this is super personal it's super yeah. subjective and no, no matter who your favorite artist is, it is okay to not like things. It yeah. is, and it is okay to change your mind about things after you listen to it 10 more times or a hundred more yeah. times. Like there is no, there are no bad feelings here. Yeah. There's no bad answers or wrong answers. Right. Right. That is correct. Well, hmm. right. <laughs> well, let's get into the likes though. Yes. Okay. So, um, I like fireman. Um, <laughs> I like the, me too. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Why? It's a hard one to like. What? I mean, even for me, that, like, die hard, Fireman is just like, I'll put it on because it's like, oh, cool, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm not going to change it, but it's like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, we're really going to listen to George playing Fireman. Well, I like it because halfway through, he takes a pause, and he stops singing, and he lets the violin um, the play. Fiddle, the fiddle. The fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> where 
you hear this relationship between him as the artist and as the instruments. And I like how he gives the stage to the um, instruments. And I like that because he values them. He cares for them. And he wants to give them a spot on the mic. Yeah. So there's a word in music for that called Sela, mm. which is a pause a to pause. appreciate. The Bible does that too. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, the way where I learned it from, but it's um, from it's got an actual music symbol. I have it tattooed on my finger. Looks mm. like a little wave, a little ocean wave. Hello, y'all can't see that on the podcast, but my friends can. Ooh. And it's um, it's a reminder to take a to, to take a pause. And in music, it means to take a pause and appreciate what is going on. Mm. And I think he did that a lot. And in, in a lot of songs, he he gives it a moment, even though he didn't write the song, to let it not just be about the lyrics. It's like let your body feel, whether it's fireman or uh amarillo by morning or whatever you know he, he gives that everybody a chance to appreciate what's going on in all aspects of the song that's interesting that that's something that you picked up on fireman <laughs> i <laughs> well, mean i'm impressed i like that because he and his lyrics well he didn't write them but he and his songs there's a storyline to it and that um and i like that out of fireman and that he takes a pause and I can see that in many other songs. And so another um, song that I really thought was fun was Oceanfront Property. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about this song. Because as a former geography teacher, right. I I am proud that you know yes, that there is no oceanfront property in Arizona. In Arizona. But girl. what I don't understand is why you don't understand the lyrics of the song. Like, what is your question about this song? You're taking it very literal. Yes. Right. And but, you will find out, like, I do with the lyrics in many ways. But for me, I guess this is now that I'm kind of taking a moment and <laughs> and thinking about him. And I guess that's his personality. It's coming out that he wants to just be playful. Yeah, he's playful. But here. So here's the lyrics. It's 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 I don't love you. I don't right? want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. I don't worship you. the ground you walk on. You're and then he says, and if you'll buy that, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona. He's basically the whole song is a lie. Yeah. He loves her. He worships oh, yeah. the ground he walks on that she walks on. Right. He's saying, he's saying, I don't love you. I don't need you. Blah, blah, blah. And I also have some oceanfront property in Arizona. And I also uh -huh. will throw in the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. It's all a song that's saying opposite so it's like two truths and a lie and all he's doing is lying so okay lie 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 well but it's more it's like a metaphor yeah 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 i mean he's basically saying i don't love you i don't need you i don't want you um but i have oceanfront property in arizona and the likelihood of him not missing her is the likelihood of him having oceanfront property yeah. it's a right i'm not gonna say juxtaposition that's not the right word I don't think so. It's, it's a, well, it's a intelligent word that I can't think of right now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but it's, it's just kind of his way of saying, you know, I'm full of it. Well, I like that. Right. The song. It was one of my first songs out of the Spotify playlist, mm -hmm. um, that I liked singing along with the chorus. And yes. that's one thing that I found myself very surprised by. Um, not all the artists that we listen to on Music She Miss, I will memorize a couple lines, memorize a couple words or sing with them. Mm -hmm. And I felt like. George was easy to do that. Yeah. Um, wow. I just said George. Just one on first name, name basis. basis. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this song, um, you know, is on that album that I got on the cassette tape, Aww. right? And for me, I hadn't probably listened to that song since being in elementary school. <laughs> wow. And when I 
pulled up this playlist to listen to it again. I immediately started singing along and I knew all the words. That's funny. And I wonder, so the person that got me into George Strait, this first grader, right? In second grade, she came to me and she said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. (laughs) I know. Rude. (laughs) Well, she said I was mean. Am I mean? I don't know. But was I in second grade? Probably. So, but what's crazy is like, if I had stayed friends with that girl, Mm. would I be, would this be country music she missed? Would you be me? Would I? Yeah. I've Ah. been thinking about that all week because I've been listening to the playlist going like, I enjoy this. Sure. Wow. What? Um, Alternate universe. Might I introduce you to a lot more? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Like, but it's, but it's also, it's the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. There is a nostalgia. There's a, that's how I feel about all country music though, because that's how I was, you know, there's so many greats like George that, you know, Garth and Reba and, and it's just like, that's home to me almost. It's that, it's that nostalgia. I mean, it's always been something and, and I've kind of, as I've gotten older, quit listening to so much because of the evolution of country music turning into that pop. Like I just couldn't. So I'll listen to some of the favorites, and this really reminded me how much I love those, like, 80s and 90s artists of country music and, like, the feelings that it yes. gave me and, and how it makes me feel now. Yeah, it, and so, Rachel, you know, for you, since you, I know you have more favorites, mm. you are just starting out on the attaching positive memories to music. Yeah. And yeah. doing the same for your daughter. Yeah. So that's going to be really interesting in 20 years, what... She, she thinks, thinks yeah. about all of this. So what's another one that you like? Well, there's two here that I want to make mention. Love Without End uh. and um, Check Yes or No. I just, I like how there's a storyline, um, but also that just, it shows himself as his love for his father, his love for his wife, and this relationship he has with her, and that um, how his relationship with his father kind of just really supported his relationship with his kids. Mm-hmm. What a display of his heart. And I thought that yeah. was so cool. But I want to let you know, you kind of brought a sadness that he didn't write those lyrics, but he right. did choose them. So that helps. That's the song he said in an interview. That's the song. I, I read it and I instantly thought of my son. Mm. Love Without End. Yes. Okay. And Sorry, I you said two there. But uh, Love Without End. And he tweaked the lyrics just a little bit to match his son, like the year in it. Originally was not 1981. 1981 is the year his son was born. Um, and that he liked it because he's a, he's a Christian man. And at the end, it kind of is like, you know, the, the person in the song goes to heaven and they're like, yeah. but, you know, yada, yada, yada. Basically, they're not good enough to go to heaven. And God's like, it's a love without end. Amen. Mm. And Amen wasn't even on there originally. Mm. He added that too. Oh. So there is some tweaking <laughs> and personalization to yeah. some of them. But with, you know, obviously, I'm sure he respects the uh, writer's, you know, input. And hopefully, and you know, I didn't read too much into that. That also was one of George Bush's favorite songs. Uh-huh. So George Strait cool. had a very good relationship with them. They invited him and George Jr. and his wife to um, Camp David. Mm. And they vacation they, Yeah, they wanted him to sing that song to George, and George um, got a phone call <laughs> in the middle of him performing one of his favorite songs. So the, those were the, his two, the one we mentioned earlier, this one. And when he was singing this one, he got interrupted. But George just kept singing. Uh, George Bush had to walk away. And when George Bush came back, he stopped. George was like, will you sing it again? <laughs> and so he did. And they, and they maintained a pretty... Good relationship. Rachel, what are some more that you enjoyed? Um, All My Exes and Write This Down. I like both of those songs. They're 
fun. I think um, there's a couple one or two lines out of the chorus that are just fun to say. And um, all my exes live in Texas. Yeah. Did you notice Allison in Galveston? Allison in Galveston. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. That's her. That's a lyric in the song. <laughs> Is that a you? He names no. girls. Oh. It's just the names of different girls. I was that like, are his wait a second. Exes. I thought she knew her brother. No. I mean, her son. <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> I, I just remember being a first grader and hearing my name oh, in a song oh. and being like, oh, that's so cool. Even though it's Allison me. and Galveston lost her sanity or whatever. I mean, she's but, like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that song specifically, I also really liked as a kid. Yeah, that's one of his songs um, that. He said was just fun. It so is fun. I think, would you say like all, you know, you he kept mentioning Tennessee mm. and Arizona and you're like, yeah. does he know, does he live in Texas? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I think with that one, it was just because different, he named different Texas towns. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. why it got catchy and it got a lot of attention down here and it spent a lot of time on the billboard charts. Mm. You lot. live in Abilene and you know, yeah. somebody writes a song about you. That's pretty That's kind of cool. Kind of yeah. major. Yeah. Um, I like the song Run. Um, mm-hmm. There's some practicality in it, and uh, I like that. Um, I'm a practical person. Um, plane or bus, suitcase or paper bag. Mm-hmm. Um, the overall issue is that he just wants to, um, he wants her to run to her, that there's this just movement, there's this action, yeah. that there's this um, just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just urgency, maybe? Yeah. Get to me. But yeah. it's just. I love you. Come here. But when you're listening to it, it brings it to a different dimension of the action to it. And sure. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. they love, That's a good way to say it. Yeah. There's a different dimension to it. Yeah. So I like that he is has that ability to make um, the listener get to different levels. And it made like me that. want her to yeah. hurry the heck up. <laughs> it loves you. Get to him. That is a beautifully written song. And I think that the musicality of it, the instrumental mm-hmm. portion, that song will take you to a different place, I think. And if you're like... It can take you to a very beautiful place, or like if you're going through a breakup, it's like, oh, you know, you'll be, they're gonna make you feel all kinds of emotions. Mm. Um, that song is one of his most awarded songs ever. Mm. Um, and that one you were talking about, like the guitar, and, and we mentioned he plays guitar and the piano, mm. fiddle, violin, whatever. But he, <laughs> um, that one features a steel guitar and a mandolin. And it's like one of the few songs that has a mandolin in the background. I love the mandolin. Me too. I wish I could play it. I'm so jealous. Like, how fun. It's basically a guitar and a violin yeah. having a little child. Oh, it's a beautiful little <laughs> baby. a little child. <laughs> That's fun. Um, one of the songs I definitely want to mention is One Night at a Time. It's <laughs> mm, a good one. So I gave George um, straight at the first half of the um, music she missed, um, a two, because I knew he was country, and I recognized his name. But I didn't know this song was George Strait. Like, so you had, you'd heard that song before? I think so, a few times. And oh. I think it's from a movie. It's not. I, I even Googled. I was like, what I movie is this in? <laughs> so, Rachel, I'm super curious. Um, you know, we have... Lindsay has shared her passionate love. Yes. For George Strait. Mm-hmm. And you had a week to enjoy it and create some memories of your own. So let's just throw it out there on a scale of one to ten. Well, really, on a scale of checking yes to no, oh. ten being yes <laughs> and no being, <laughs> being uh, one, where would, where would you rate your likelihood of listening to the king of country. The king of country. The king of country. 
Um, probably a seven. What? Yeah, it's seven. What? Yay. So I got a little story for you. I always ask my little girl, um, you know, we're listening music. She missed blah, blah, blah. Do you like this? And she's like, and vast majority of the time she says yes. But this time she's like, no. (laughs) And I was like, why? She's like, I don't know, mom. I don't know. I'm like, okay, okay. And so that was the beginning of the week. And so I was like, am I going to disagree with my kid? Is this, you know, when she turns into a teenager, we're going to disagree on this? I don't know. So I guess we are. Cause if she doesn't like George Strait and I do, and I gave him a seven, so maybe. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. I am shocked <laughs> because every time I've told you we were doing a country artist, you've been like, I don't like country, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm conflicting with myself. Maybe I don't. Maybe you just realized that music has different times and places and there's different kinds and you can just enjoy whatever it is. Well, I just, I love his heart. Um, mm-hmm. and I love the storyline where it's more relaxing, um, in that sense to listen. Um, I really like his music. But I don't know if I like the honky-tonk part of it. Now, That's my favorite fair. part. <laughs> now, if we split his music from the honky-tonk stuff to his other stuff, I think the other stuff would get more of a higher rating than the honky-tonk stuff. Okay, that's fair. So. Interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, you, like you said, no wrong answers, and that's fair. Yeah. For so, not liking country music yes. as a whole, for the most part, or what you have experienced, I think that's fair for old George. Yeah. Well, I feel like I need to go buy a truck now. Yeah, and it has to be like a Chevy or a Ford. I'm pretty sure he's a Chevy man, so. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Make There's sure a when brand. you buy a truck that you buy the yeah. George Strait I need Strait the George approved. Strait approved version. Wow. Probably, okay. probably something called the Texas edition. <laughs> oh dear. Or a horse. You know. A horse. <laughs> Just ride a horse. Just ride a horse. But I do, I've ridden horses, but I do it um English, so. There, it's not Western. There's a, I'm sorry. Sorry. What, bareback versus saddle? I mean, what? There's no, there's different, there's different types of saddles and there's different types of how you hold your back and anyways, moving okay. on. Welcome to Horses She Missed. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm Adam so made... glad that you're here. Yeah. That's super fun. I'm glad I could contribute to something that y'all, I mean, y'all are well, sorry, Allison's very knowledgeable in the music world. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, you little miss music, you missed. Mm. You're getting there. I but am. I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad I could contribute. Thank yes. you for having me. It was really fun. I appreciate it because this is outside of my wheelhouse. So having your expertise and your passion come in, I think really helped me make, make yeah. Rachel's experience more enjoyable. It's always better when the people that are talking about the music love the music. Sure. Yes. Thank you for bringing your love of George Strait to our show today. Yeehaw. <laughs> if you, our audience, would like to follow along with Rachel's journey, we would love it if you would uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes, follow the Spotify playlists, and uh, send us some suggestions. What yes, do you please do. Next? We love hanging out with you guys on social media, so shout out to us. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Adios.
Uh, I'm dead.